Hey kids, welcome back to On Stage, Off Stage. I'm your host, George Sapio, and this is a very, very, very special edition of On Stage, Off Stage. We have a live play reading today for you, an absolutely brand new play yeah. by local Ithaca playwright AJ Sage. So let's get to the meat of the situation here. And uh, as I mentioned before, we have a brand new play by local playwright AJ Sage, who is in the studio at the moment. Hi with- there, folks. Hey, it's AJ. Me. How's it going? It, it's going pretty good. How That's are you? Good. You ready? You ready for this thing to hit the airways? I think so. Okay, so we'll uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna uh, introduce Will Wallace. Hi, Hello. Will. Hi. Will is going to be acting uh, in this show, and um, yeah. So all I want to say is that I approached AJ yesterday mm-hmm. uh, because the studio uh, approached me to do something special for this, and I said, "Yeah, I'd love to." So I approached AJ and I said, "AJ, do you have a play that features?" Uh, Two men, and, and I said, said no, because some I've got a lot of short plays, but somehow that permutation didn't exist. Um, so at first I said, "No, sorry, can't do it." And then I thought to myself, "I've got a free evening for once." So this I wrote this between four thirty and six thirty p.m. yesterday. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait! This took, you, <laughs> this took you only two hours I, to write. I was um I I was walking to the coffee shop with my computer and I wrote it mentally on my way there and then I typed up. I can't tell if that's bragging or Oh, it totally is. Or it, it's that's kind of I'm the greatest confession yeah. maybe. It's total braggadocio. Okay. Or is it a confession? So, let's get to it. You ready will? <laughs> I'm just saying. I okay, I'm, I'm ready. All righty. Uh, AJ, if you would do the honors, please. This is a new play called Hole to China. Uh, we have George Sapio playing the role of Bill and Will Wallace playing the role of Antonio. The lights go up on Bill, who is alone and digging. My name's Bill. I'm digging a hole to China. Now, I'm 48 years old, so you might expect that this is an endeavor I might have given up on, say, 40 years ago. But no, I'm going to be the first one to do it. The key is to just dig and dig and dig. Uh, Children get it wrong. Discouraged by the first sign of adversity or distracted by this and that. Mother calls you in for dinner and you forget all about the hole. But I'm a man of focus, you see, so I'll succeed. He takes a moment to wipe sweat from his forehead and take a long swig of water. (sighs) But wait, you say, huh? I looked this up, and if you were to dig straight through the center of the earth from the United States, you'd land somewhere in the Indian Ocean, not China. (laughs) You're clever, yes, but I'm two steps ahead of you. This is Argentinian soil, not American. You assumed it was American, didn't you? Straight down from Argentina is China. I hopped on a plane this morning and landed in Buenos Aires. I could have easily just hopped on a plane to Beijing, being a man of some considerable resources, but where's the fun in that? I'm determined to dig. Antonio appears a what few you, steps above Bill. What are you doing? Hola, amigo. Como esta? I speak English. What are you doing? I'm digging. Yes, I can see that you're digging. <laughs> right But why are you digging? Going to China. Okay. You want to help? I brought a second shovel in the case of meeting a friendly stranger. Well, there's the matter that you're digging on my property. This is your place? Ah, I love it. I love the fountain over there. Oh, beautiful grounds. Bill's the name. I'm going to have to ask you. What's your name, friend? 
that's not important. What's important? I thought long and hard about this second shovel. I mean, the thought crossed my mind that receiving help on this accomplishment would somehow cheapen it. That's a relic of my American ideology, I think. This notion that a community effort somehow cheapens the individual. It's what keeps the motor of capitalism churning, but eh, I've rejected all that. We can do this together. Uh, Antonio. Antonio. Anthony. Ha-ha. Friends, Romans, countrymen. Antonio's fine. Lend me your ears. Excuse me. It's a thing from... uh, Never mind. Uh, Lend me your labor then. Grab a shovel. I insist that you get off my property. No can do, compadre. Why? Already started the hole. It's a matter of inertia now. This hole is getting dug. If it makes you feel any better, I picked this out because I thought it was the most attractive piece of turf that I could find. It's a great view. That is until I get too far into the hole to see. If you leave now, I won't get the authorities involved. If you don't, I'll be forced to. Oh, sorry, buddy. Can't do that. Why not? Gotta do what I gotta do. You can't dig a hole to China here. <laughs> Just watch me. Sir, I own the ground on which you're digging. You've already done hundreds of dollars worth of damage. Please stop before you do thousands. Oh, that's no worries. Look, I'm more than happy to reimburse you. He takes a wad of cash from out of his pocket and throws it on the ground at Antonio's feet. Christ, that's... Quite a bit of money, yes. You deserve for this to be worth your while, but... I warn you, it's blood money. How so? I used to manage a hedge fund. But do you know what that is? Yes. Okay, no. Yeah, well, the, the details are boring as hell, but suffice it to say that I made a living off of throwing hardworking people under the bus in order to turn the rich into the super rich. Uh. Millionaires into multimillionaires and multimillionaires into billionaires. <laughs> but I gave that up. And now... I'm digging a hole to China. Why China? That's the place people dig to. (laughs) It's the destination for digging. What are you going to do when you get there? Probably get some Chinese food. You... So you're... You can't do this. Can and will. No, you can't. I've tried. You... What? He finally puts the shovel down. This land has been in my family for five generations. I grew up here, so obviously I've already tried digging a hole to China. Everybody has. It can't be done. Ah, I used to think that too, Antony. I used to be a doubter just like you. But now, I am a man of determination and vigor. Well, you're not doing it right. Huh? You're digging all wrong. He grabs the other shovel. See, you have to clear space by knocking away some of the free dirt hanging around the walls of the hall. That way, you can make it wider at the same time you're making it deeper. The way you've been digging, you're just going to get stuck. Ooh, I see. Not to mention that as you get deeper into the hole, you won't be able to displace the dirt onto the surface, so you'll have to build reservoirs on your way down to hold it all. And... You have to get the proper rotation of your wrists, or you're going to get carpal tunnel. Or worse, you'll sprain something at your age. Go on. I dug trenches in high school. You scoop. Then, as you throw the dirt, you turn your right wrist over in a smooth motion. Don't jerk your wrists. Let me see you. Okay. He tries it. Put the power... But the power power has to come from your shoulders, see? 
I'm, I'm feeling you. Something like this? You got it. Yes! Now they're both digging. What about the core of the Earth? Are you worried about the core of the Earth? Ah, uh, well, they say it's molten hot down there, but has anybody actually seen it? That's a good point. Yeah. Sorry about your property. It, it just seemed like the perfect place. Don't worry. Just imagine how the property value will grow when this is a national landmark. This is fun. This is the most fun thing that's ever happened to anyone, anywhere, ever. I know. My life is so boring. Mine was too, before I started digging. What kind of snacks did you bring? I figure we'll have to make camp at nightfall. I have raisins. Oh, man. Just kidding. Gushers. Gushers? No way. Gushers are the best. You're damn right. You are so cool. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be so famous. Hold on a second. He produces a cell phone from his pocket. Hey, Javier, it's me. I can't come in tomorrow because I'm digging a big hole with my new friend, Bill. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to China? (laughs) Well, in that case, I quit. Peace out, you ass. Well, wait a second. What? You probably shouldn't have quit your job. We don't need jobs where we're going. I don't need a job. Right. But you, I think, should keep your job. Okay. Uh, Okay, I I see your point, but we're diggers now. You'll need money afterward. Well, so will you. I'm, um, I'm not planning on returning from the hole. Huh? I'm going to stay down there. Your what? I've lived a pointless life up until now. So I'm going to dig a hole and climb in and stay there. What about China? China's just a concept. I'm pretty sure China's real. I I mean in the sense that I'm going there. No. Bill, we can do this. We're going to work our asses off, and we're going to keep our heads down, and we're going to end up in China. Nothing else in the world matters. Get out of the hole. No way. I never should have dragged you into this. But, Get out. So so what? You're terminal or something? You got cancer? I don't have cancer. I am cancer. I'm, I'm a bad person. I spent the majority of my adult life screwing people over. Anthony, I work on the 57th story of a skyscraper. Up two stories above me on the 59th floor are the real bad guys. These are the guys who screw the guys who screw the guys. You get you get me? I think so. All right. Well, the other day, one of these guys just jumps out the window. I was at my desk, and I saw him falling, and he had this sick smile on his face. I, I craned my neck out to see the impact, and... Splat. Guts. He actually managed to dent the pavement with his body. The smile, I think, was him knowing he couldn't hurt people anymore. And I don't want to hurt people anymore. But I'm also not one to jump. I'm more meticulous than that. So I figure I'll dig until I can't, and I'll either pop out the other side, yeah, unlikely, or I'll just get trapped. I'm going to do what my colleague did and make a dent, but a bigger one. You could help people instead. Yeah, I could, but it's not in my nature. Hmm. Look, even in my eccentricity, I repel magnanimity. 
Extinguishment is the only option for somebody as sick with ambition as me. Look, I like you. So you should leave now. Why didn't you pick somebody else's front lawn to die on? I just didn't. I'm staying. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Get out. Try to make me. This is my grave. I'm not going anywhere. Dig, then. That I can do. They resume digging. I don't know any Chinese. Yeah, me neither. What do we do when we get there? Wing it. Crotch your legs down. Keep your back straighter. Like this? Just like that. Sun sets in two hours. The hole's shallow enough. We'll sleep in my house tonight and worry about making a camp down here tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Antony? Yeah? Sorry to have dragged you into this. Don't apologize. This is the first thing that's ever really happened to me. Yeah, I wish I could say this is the first time I've happened to the world. Don't worry. It's better now. No harm now. Just dig, huh? Just dig. End of play. That was Hole to China by Ithaca playwright A.J. Sage. Uh, the, ca- uh, the part of Bill was read by George Sapio, and the part of Antonio was read by Will Wallace. Nicely done, A.J. Thank you. Nicely done to you guys. I enjoyed Thank hearing you. that for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Aside uh, from in my head. I guess yeah. you need the you, workshopping the new playbook from I, George Yeah, I've heard of a workshopping the new play, <laughs> a guide for playwrights, directors, and dramaturgs by George Sapio. Yeah. Well, there you go. Just, just so happens I know we're going to get a couple of copies. Honestly, um, though, it's different. It's different hearing it. You always you always hear it in your head, and there's, yeah. there's differences. Well, so what yeah. was different Good differences. from hearing it out loud than hearing it in your head? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it uh, – just the part, – part of it is just the voices, I think, and uh, part of it is also cadences of speech that some you, – you have an idea of what certain word emphases, emphases sound like, mm-hmm. and then you hear it a different way, and it's either a uh, – or it's like it's something that you – more often than not, something better than what you imagined because you get trapped in your own cycle do you of think, thought. Um, do you think that now that you've heard it, you would go back and write some things differently? I think so. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have a red pen because I was <laughs> reading stage directions on this, but it's something I would probably do. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. Um, um, give us a point. Yeah. What, I mean, what did you write down that you would now change having heard it? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so I, I would say that this is a common theme for me, that I, I can get um, a little bit too into my internal thesaurus. And if I find that 10% of the time that I use a four- or five-syllable word, it works. 90% of the time, it doesn't. Mm. So I, I hear this line about repelling magnanimity, and it, it when I'm writing it the first time, it's it sounds good, and then it for some reason hearing it out loud that's probably something i'm going to go back in okay. you know it's and i i like it. so so george here made a choice that be, because of the nature of this word his character is kind of putting on airs he's he's using that word and he's communicating something to the other person you know i repel magnanimity but that um well i, I yeah. highlighted the word that's the thing. It's magnanimity is a word I don't think I've ever actually said out loud before. Mm. It's, it's a like, tongue twister too. It's a tongue twister. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Susserus yeah. or Ursatz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just spout those out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, but those I have said out loud uh-huh. before. But it, it's it's interesting you say that because um, writing plays comes down a lot to particular word choice. Mm-hmm. What would your character say? What words would your character use? 
and what words would your character not use? Right. Okay. Um, and it and seems I think to me- emotional state has something to do with it too. And I think the reason the reason I would probably change this word is because your character has gotten a little bit more real at this point. So I believe that he's a smart enough guy. Uh, to to know that word, I think he's a clever enough guy to use that word in conversation, but perhaps not now. Perhaps not when he's started to actually reveal himself to the other character. Right. He probably wouldn't kind of reach into the depths of his vocabulary. He'd probably be a little bit more surface level at that moment. Yeah. is what I'm thinking. Okay, and I think it's you know we, we, this is a, a small you know example that we're using, but I like you just said it's. Word choice, word is, choice it, determines character. It determines character. It, yeah. dif- it differentiates between two characters, and that's something you have to be careful of: is that you're not just taking your voice and pasting it right. on every single person. You want to be able to tell age differences and class differences and ethnic differ- differences between characters. Yeah. I mean, using words like groovy puts you in a different age bracket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Using words like magnanimity or or four or five syllable words or scientific mm-hmm. words. Puts you in a different educational bracket. All this contributes to who you know the character, the identity of your character. Right? Uh, it's not your voice unless you know you're actually putting yourself into the, into the mm-hmm. page. Um, but we don't we don't put three versions of ourselves into the page and, and expect to have differentiation going on. So we we pick and choose our words with care. And magnanimity is one of those words that is specific. Mm-hmm. If you change it, then you're going to change somehow the identity of the character, yeah. even minutely. Yeah. But again, this is this play is a day old. You wrote this yesterday, in two hours. <laughs> um, it was fun. It um, I, what I find is that the uh, getting the concept is the hard part, mm-hmm. and I think that probably a lot of playwrights would say that too. Getting, um, and I think this is there. There's this concept of the elevator pitch where the if you're so you've you've got a play or a movie or something and you Mm -hmm. find yourself in an elevator with the producer that could make it and you have about 10 seconds before you get from floor two to floor five to explain it in such a way that people want to watch it and typically i don't um i don't really intentionally go for that but this this is the first example because i you know i i had a hard deadline on this i thought what's you know, there's a there's a, a grown man in a hole digging to China the way that children do, and he's confronted by the the person who owns the property on which he's digging. That's yeah. probably the maybe the first time that I could actually do a, a single sentence summarization. Elevator yeah. pitches are not as easy yeah. as people tend to think they are. It's you mm-hmm. have to, even though you yeah. know the play, even though you wrote the play, yeah, you have to condense it so you can get it across to that critical person. Mm-hmm. Some, you, know, you say, I wrote a play. Somebody says, what is that play about? Bang. You have to have something right, that you can hand them in one or at the most two sentences that they can think about and then decide to say, yes, please tell me more about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. If you start standing there and describing the plot, eyes will glaze over. Right. People will never talk to you again. Uh, you might as well carry around a <laughs> bell and, and a anyway. cup for alms. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's get Will in here a little bit. Yeah. Will is uh, Will Wallace is one of uh, I think his more experienced actors. He's been in uh, productions after productions after productions mm-hmm. and on stages everywhere. Um, 
Have you had you seen the play before you uh, read this? Uh, no, I I read it earlier today when AJ said, "Hey, you want to listen to the radio? I'll be on it." And I was like, "Of course." And then he said, "Hey, you want to read stage directions?" I was like, "Hmm." And then he said, "Hey, you want a part in the play?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the classic upset. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> do you want credit for writing? It? <laughs> uh, <next>. No, no. <laughs> That's great. Thank you guys so much for being here, AJ Sage. Thank you so much for this wonderful play. It was a lot of fun to read it. Will Wallace, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for doing having a wonderful us. reading. Um, thanks again, folks. Uh, this is George Sapio with On Stage, Off Stage. And I just want to remind you, 607-319-5445. That is the number to call to uh, keep us on the air, uh, to keep On Stage, Off Stage coming at you every other uh, week on Sundays. And to keep uh, all the rest of these unbelievably fantastic shows coming at you 24-7, 365, 607-319-5445. And we will see you again soon. Hey, kids. Thanks for listening to Onstage Offstage. Onstage Offstage is produced monthly, and all of our shows can be found at onstageoffstage.org and also on iTunes. If you enjoy what we do, please recommend us to your friends. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at OnOffStage. And if you are a theater artist with an upcoming project of interest or work in a part of theater we haven't covered yet or know of someone in the theater world who'd make some great chat, please send us a note at info at OnStageOffStage.org. OnStageOffStage believes in and advocates for a world where all people are free to live their lives as they wish, in peace and without fear. We believe in universal respect, diversity, and equality in all areas of life for all people, no matter what their nationality, race, religion, age, sexual status, or gender. Onstage Offstage will never promote or endorse those who seek to diminish others because of who they are. I'm George Sapio. Thank you once again, and happy theatering to all of you.